Welcome, welcome, guys. I was gonna say good morning. Yeah, it's not even morning here, so <laughs> you would have been a little off. Um, but well, why are you pointing at me? Then? Are you gonna introduce yourself? Oh, you? my name is Sarah, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Julia. And welcome to the J and J Show, guys. So we have a super special guest today. We're who excited to interview is her. one of the reasons we all have places to go <laughs> outside of tour like going to shower on a show day she makes that happen she makes sure we have hotels to go to fun things we can do she parks us close to places so we don't have to uber everywhere and spend all of our money on ubers and she's super kind super genuine sweet very funny even though her dad jokes are a little We'll cringe sometimes. We love them anyway. <laughs> so today, guys, we are interviewing Sarah. Yeah. Woo. Hello. <laughs> okay, uh, Sarah. So we have an initial question that we ask everybody. Okay. Um, and then we can get started on your topic that we haven't told you yet. <laughs> I know nothing. <laughs> um, but our initial question is: What are your top three favorite movies? Top three favorite movies. Okay, well, the one I watched last night that literally <laughs> everyone hates. It's called Old Fashioned. It is a love story. It is cheesy and the acting is subpar. But listen, it's the best Christian love story based movie that I've seen to date. And so therefore, I love it. Um, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Also great. Mm -hmm. um, and I guess, oh, I'd have to say probably Princess Bride. Because that's, that's a classic. Yeah. That's a classic. Yes. I feel like most of my favorite movies are actually, like, I just like them because they make other people angry. Like, they <laughs> make people watch Monty Python and the Holy Grail for the first time and they get to the end. They're like, what? That's it? They never get the grail? Sorry, spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. So, that's, that, that's me. That's yeah. so funny. I think that's become my favorite question to ask because it runs a very wide spectrum <laughs> of all of our guests. <laughs> So I guess we tell you our topic now. I guess so. Yes, so <laughs> this is a topic that we felt like of everybody we would interview, you were the best suited for it. Not that they have it, but I think you've been through transition probably the most out of everybody <laughs> on this bus. So yeah, that's what we want to talk about, transitions. Not just in career, but just life in general. Mm -hmm. Cool. I know you've been through a lot of transitions, especially in those last years. So, mm -hmm. um, how many transitions do you think you've gone through in the last year? <laughs> um, well, I guess we have to count it as a year and a half okay, uh, since yeah. we've been doing this for almost a year and a half. Mm -hmm. um, but I transitioned out of my career as a sign language interpreter a road manager which has some similarities weirdly enough but like <laughs> not that many not as many as I made it sound like in my initial interview let's just put it that way <laughs> and I have also moved I just counted yesterday actually I by the end of this tour season I will have moved from host home to bus to my actual house in Maryland a total of 30 times and I only count if I have to pack everything up that's in one place and move it to another place. So not even like the little overnight thing. Right, yeah. exactly. So yeah. that's just, wow. Yeah, that's, that's insane. Just some transitions. I'm sure there have been others, but like those are the biggest ones, I think. That's more than once a month. It is. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, how do you think God has equipped you for your next transition? That's a great question. Um... 
So my next transition is that I'm going to be in an internship with my local church in Maryland. I'm also going to be attending seminary and I'll be doing a pastoral training program on the side. That's going to count towards seminary, but it's like a whole thing. It's kind of weird, but it works. Um, and I'm most excited really about getting to work with the like college and high school interns who are going to be there with me in the summertime. And I think that this job has actually prepared me really, really well for that because that's kind of what I'm doing. I'm working with interns and, you know, other, you know, employees and managing a team. Um, and then in addition to that, I just found out my landlady's selling my house and I have to move. And it's kind of like, oh, that's really annoying. And I was really looking forward to the stability, but also the process of moving doesn't scare me anymore. It's a little bit frustrating that I have to, you know, get used to a new place and put all my stuff somewhere else. But it's like, I know how to do it. You know, it all fits mm -hmm. in my car. I'll have to figure out the furniture because I've never done that before. But it's like not that big a deal because I've been through this. So that's really cool just to see the little ways that God um, is going to use those things that I thought were insignificant, that I thought were just annoying things, you know? I mean, having to move 30 times is not ideal. No. <laughs> um, but it's just something that became a part of life for me. And I think, you know, I'll be able to relate to people in a different way who are maybe experiencing housing instability or whatever, you know, even though it wasn't like, oh, I can't have a house. It was just like, I don't because of the situation, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I think that's pretty cool. Does it make you excited to move again or? Um, there are some things that I'm excited about. I'm mm -hmm. excited for the possibility of maybe being a place, being in a place where I can host people a little bit more easily. I mean, I don't know exactly where I'm moving to yet. So it's kind of like up in the air and like, maybe this will happen. Maybe it won't. Mm -hmm. I'm excited for the opportunity to explore a new area. Right now I'm looking to move, um, to a different like city or town, I guess, like a suburb of DC. So um, it's a little bit intimidating. I think about like the grocery store and how I know where everything is in my grocery store. And now I'm gonna have to figure out a new grocery store. But other than that, like I'm excited to try out new restaurants. I'm excited to connect with people in that community. I think our life on the road even more so helps with that too, because you're in a new Walmart like every other day. That is true. So yeah. you're learning the for like the 10 seconds you're gonna be in that Walmart where everything is if you have to go back later. That's true. That's very true. And I'll have a whole house to brush my teeth in and I won't there have to go. do that in Walmart anymore. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that is true. Oh man, no more going into hotels and pretending you know where you're going. So the signs are so helpful because <laughs> you just walk in and make a beeline for the sign and you have in your head, okay, I'm going to the restroom. I'm going to the laundry room. And then you like walk up to the sign, you see the arrow and you pivot. That's true. And you just like, you make it smooth because you're like, I want people to think that I belong here. We've been staying here for three days, but I haven't actually been inside yet. And so I'm going to make it look good. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, what advice would you give somebody, um, who, what advice would you give to someone who is transitioning? Pray your way through, um, and also allow yourself to, to recognize that it's a big deal because it is like, it's a big deal to have to move. It's a big deal to have to start a new job, but then at the same time, there's grace in that. And so I think it's important, A, that you recognize God's grace in that and you recognize God's provision in that and you see the little ways that he's providing along the way, but also that you give grace to yourself. Like, 
probably the first 15 times I had to move last year. That sounds so crazy. <laughs> but the first 15 times I had to move last year, I cried. Literally, I would like pack up my car and I would get in it and I'd be like, oh. and it was especially hard because in the beginning I was usually moving into a stranger's house and then eventually it was like I just cycled between the same six families <laughs> and so I was like oh I'm going back to Sue's place going back to Jonathan's place like whatever like it was fine um but those first you know several times it was so hard and you know if you have to go out to eat that night because you can't handle cooking in a new place or figuring out the logistics of like Am I allowed to use their pots and pans? Am I not? Do they have pots and pans? Mm -hmm. Literally this one place I stayed didn't have loaf pans and I had bread made in a bowl and I was like, what do I do now? And so maybe you can't deal with that your first night in a new place and that's fine. Like give yourself grace. And I think you have shown a lot of grace in navigating because I know like coming into the first tour that we did with Julia, you were in a very interesting house. <laughs> situation oh, yeah. and like just the grace that you handled it with like you could have had a mental breakdown every time we came to work but you were just like well this is just how they operate in their household and i'm gonna respect that it's a little weird <laughs> and quirky but i'm gonna roll with this punch because at this point i have a place to lay my head and yeah. i'm not gonna be upset about that i mean i did break down once that just not at work <laughs> <laughs> i'm saying it's at work <laughs> Um, what has been your favorite transition? My favorite transition? There's been a lot. <laughs> oh, there has been a lot. Um, I think my favorite has been transitioning into working with the team that we have now. Mm -hmm. Just because I loved our first team. Absolutely. Like, absolutely adored them. We had such a special connection because we were all just, like, thrown into tour life and none of us had ever toured before and we didn't know what we were doing. Everything but was maybe on fire, but we made it down. It was on fire, figuratively. Yeah. Well, nothing <laughs> no, was literally on fire until to this, this season. season. That's true. Um, we just had one fire. It was fine. It got put out. No one got hurt. Anyway, Timber <laughs> uh, <laughs> Pack got hurt, but that's okay. Um, but yeah, moving, like, after I learned my job a little bit more and a kind of sort of, you know, knew what I was doing to an extent, it was really cool to just bring people in and have the opportunity to work with them and share with them, like, hey, this is how it's going to be, and then kind of watch them go through that, like, is she lying, and then experiencing it and being like, oh, no, she was serious. Um, but yeah, and just seeing us grow together and learn together and learn to trust each other um, has been really, really rewarding. Yeah. And I think a large part of that is because we had Kim our first season. I think Kim helped to quell a lot of things that probably could have happened, yeah. but didn't because she helped us to understand each other a lot better mm -hmm. and how to operate cohesively. Yeah, so valuable. So we all know how to approach each other. Like, oh, yeah. this person doesn't do direct as well as this person. Yeah. From Kim. Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah. So much so, she got a bonus episode on our podcast. Aww, <laughs> yeah. does she know about that? I don't know. Aww, we should tell her, guys. <laughs> we did. We talked about the colors. The personalities episode, guys. We actually talk about it a lot on the podcast. It comes up quite a bit. bit. Yeah. That's the other thing with transitions. Get help. <laughs> don't do it alone. Tell people that you're falling apart. It helps. Yeah, we're not scared of therapy on this podcast, nor are we scared of it on this bus. If you need counseling or any other kind of help, do not flounder unnecessarily when there is help available for you. Yeah, wise counsel. That's like an <laughs> at least two of the proverbs. I was about to say all of them. It's definitely not all of them. <laughs> but yeah, very biblical. Yes.
So we have one last question. Janae. And this is the deep question this that throws everybody off. off. So okay, what would you tell 16-year-old Sarah that you feel like she needed to hear? Oh! <laughs> no, not 16-year-old Sarah. Oh, boy. Oh, 16-year-old me. Okay. Um, well, yeah, honestly, 16-year-old me was not in a great space. Um, and you know, it's interesting because, like, looking back, I came out of that space exactly when I needed to. Like, if I had tried to do it before, I don't think it would have really worked. Um, so I think I would have just said, hey, like, this is going to get worse and then it's going to get better. <laughs> and, um when you hear the voice of God, listen to it, which I did. And I did listen and it was great. And that's why it was great. Um, but yeah, I would have been like, Hey, you're good. You're on the path to like where you need to be. So just keep following it. I don't think I would have told myself too much because you know, like that's how God is, you know, he'll give you like this little bit. And then later he's like, here's a little bit more. And I'm like, why didn't you tell me that from the get go? And he's like, because, honey, you can't handle the truth. <laughs> um, and you can't handle the truth. And God's not a God who, like, hides things or, you know, keeps stuff from us. But he, he also, yeah, he knows what we need in the moment. And he works outside of time. And so, like, in a way, like, he comes into time to work with us. But he's already put everything into motion. Like, it's already, everything is going to be revealed to us. And we have to operate in time because we were created in time. Like, we have to remember that he is over all of time. Like, he's just, it's so hard to fathom that he's just there and present in all of it. That was, that was great. I love hearing all the answers. I know, because all different. Everybody gives a different But the answer. same thread is always yeah. there, is listening to what the Lord Mm -hmm. is trying to do in your life yeah i mean honestly if you do that you're set <laughs> you're good you're set listen and obey like because you can listen and then be like Haha, nope <laughs> uh and that is not going to serve you well no because in the end you'll probably end up doing what he asked you to do but now you're doing it with so much more heartbreak and pain that was yeah that is so true or when you're like God, I want you to fix it this way because this is what I think I want. And he's like, okay. And you're like, it's not. Let's try that. that. And then you're like, psych, I was wrong again. Yeah, I didn't want that. That was not it. Very much don't like that. Let's do a little switcheroo. <laughs> right back on the path. <laughs> yeah. uh, Sarah, do you have any last words you want to say? Nothing? You know, I do oh, actually. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna, I don't know if anyone has done this because I haven't listened to all of your episodes yet, but I'm turning the question around. Julia, what would you have told 16 year old? Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> three years ago, but. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. <laughs> what about you, Janae? Um, I would tell 16-year-old me 
that you will find your community. You don't have to change who you are or try to be someone else. Not that I caught, got too caught up in that, but like I'm starting to fall in that trap of like, if I change this about myself, maybe more people will like me. And then coming into this space, it's like, oh no, people will just like you for who you are and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with the fact that you're into things that a lot of other girls aren't into. Like you'll find people that accept that. And even if they're not into it, they're more than willing to walk with you through it and cheer you on in the midst of it, even if they have no clue what you're talking about. So yeah, that's definitely. 16 year old V probably would have needed to hear that. And also, bro, don't give up in the midst of your relationship with God. Like it's in a stale place right now, but like what you don't see is what's gonna happen in the next three years of your life and how it's gonna skyrocket. God hasn't gone anywhere. And even though you know that in your head, you don't know it in your heart yet, but it's gonna go crazy. Well, thank you, Sarah, for coming and being interviewed. Yeah, I it was wanted to fun. interview you for a while, and it just today is the day. So. Today is the day that the Lord has made. <laughs> Let us rejoice <laughs> and be glad in it. Uh -huh. yes. So that really wraps up our episode today. Thank you again so much for being here. We appreciate you taking time out of your day to come kick it with us on the podcast. And we know you were excited, but it was really cute. To <laughs> I was excited. <laughs> I've never done a podcast before. Um, but yeah. All right, so we'll catch you guys on our next episode, which will be a pretty fun one. I think you guys are going to enjoy that one just as much as you have enjoyed all of them because you're our mothers and you just love us so much. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it sounds exciting tonight. <laughs> well, <laughs> clearly we need to have a meeting, guys. <laughs> We love you and we'll catch you on our next episode.